So today we're here at a book signing with Sherry Hines and Myron Hines. And we decided to come here to support Black-owned businesses because, of course, we need more audience. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, right here with me I have Sherry's book called Never Forgotten. She is 21 years old. I won't go too into detail with the book since we are going to interview her later on in the show. But I would say it's a good read if you want to learn about someone that you basically never knew, and you'll learn about what I just said later on in the show as well. And I have Myron Hines' books. The first book is called Thin Air. The second one is Shooter. And the third one is Historical Journey of Cub Boulevard. back and I am here as well as having this here with Brooklyn McKeithen and she has bought both Shooter and Never Forgotten. So could you tell us why you bought these two books? I mainly purchased these books because I know how much effort was put into writing these books and I wanted to support black businesses. I purchased these specifically because I read Thin Air and it was a good read so I thought I would pick these two up so again, I'm here with Cherry Hines, as I stated before, and Cherry. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thanks for asking. You're oh, welcome, gosh. you're welcome. You should always ask. Be polite. Anyway, <laughs> back to the thing. As I stated over there, well, while I was over there talking to the audience, I was saying that I don't want to go too far into the book that you have. Mm -hmm. Never forget, never forgotten. I'm sorry, I'm too Okay, <laughs> but could you please go over the book and why you wrote it? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, Never Forgotten is a poetry collection that I wrote. Um, when I was really young, about two years old, my mother passed away. Um, and so this is kind of my way of continuing her legacy, but also getting to know her more, like you, like you said. Um, I interviewed uh, her father, her sister, and her brother, and I took what they told me their feelings of grief over these last few years, well, more than a few years, have been. Um, and I took that and put it into poetry from each of their perspectives. Um, and I feel like it was a really great way of me learning more about my own grief and how grief is different in other people, but also the same. And it's a never ending process because we are 20 years deep and sometimes it still hurts. Yeah. Wow. I'm speechless, honestly, I'm speechless. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but, do you have any favorite parts of the book or like any of your favorite lines? Um, I think one of my favorite lines of the book is in a poem called The Prophecy. Um, and it's the, the prophecy itself is that from the minute we are born, we begin to die or we're destined to die. And I feel like while it sounds a little morbid, it kind of gives you perspective of just live life to the fullest. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I should be doing. You are, you have a show. You know, I just got out of high school. It's okay, I just got out of college. We have time. Twelve years of my life. We have time. <laughs> <laughs> was it wasted? Waste. What are you talking about? Uh, waste. 
better not get in this school system. I really appreciate you for like writing this book. Because if I decided to write a book about my father, I'd be kicked out of the house. <laughs> you know? It's, 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 it's a lot. You gotta test the audience. You gotta yeah. test the waters, you know? But it's a very lucky and blessed that I have family who supported me through this and uh, helped me make it a thing. So. And before anybody gets, oh, how old is she? She is 21, a young author, young black author. Support black businesses, please, and thank you. You should be a black business if you're out there looking at this. Even if you're of other races, you should do your own thing. Thank you. Thank you. See, look. She get it. <laughs> but how much is your book? Uh, my book is $15. Uh, it is available on Amazon. It is also available on my website, chmarie.com. Uh, and, yeah, it's $15. As you heard, it is $15. You guys can purchase it on Amazon or on her website. And thank you so much for letting me interview you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming to Hi, I'm Heaven, and I'm here with Myra Connie. So... Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm just a nobody. I'm just a kid. Yeah. I spent 48 years in television. 48 years. So I understand what you have to go through. I write books because I've always wanted to leave something to prove that I was here. But I've always written it. It was in when I was a child. I wrote poetry in high school. Not like I've ever written. Oftentimes, I tell people in my dream grandkids, keep a journal of some kind, especially emotions on paper. You can always refer to them. But I read two novels, Sprinkled in the Alley, and I wrote a historical journal in Cobra Law. It's a black community. Uh, integration changed the corridor, and the building mostly disappeared. So it was community that you can go do anything you need to do without going out the community. Do your hair, barbershop, grocery stores, you know, if you needed it, take care. If you needed it, it was there. Okay, so can you tell the people where to get your books? Where you're making your books? You can buy either one of my books, uh, the Thin Air uh, Shooter, at uh, Amazon.com, or you can buy any three of them from me. And Myron K. Thank you guys for watching. First of all, I have to thank my wife for allowing me the time to write a book because it was a time consuming process. When I started writing Shooter 15 years before I finished it, I wrote the outline for what I put down for three years, came back and did a couple of chapters. I, I, I put it down for years at a time and come back and address it. And finally, after I got tired, I decided, I'm going to finish this book. And so, with six months, I finished it. So, there it is. And he is really telling the truth because I, I could look for Myron and all I had to do is look at his computer because I knew that's where I could find him. And it did. It took many, many, many years for him to finish this book. And I was reading The Shooter, it brought back a lot of childhood memories for me because he was bringing about parts in the book that I was very, uh, it was personal to me too because I knew the streets and I knew the city and I knew the county. For me, the character goes over to Panama City and uh, 
the experience allowed them to do a third page of them. Both of us have been up here by experience. The book is fiction, but it's sprinkling reality. Sprinkling reality, especially when we were both in high school at the same time. And we went to high school during the, the beginning of desegregation. We were both in the 10th grade, and it was very difficult for both of us. And this book, I think, brings about a part of him that I think was hidden for many years that he decided to bring out. That's because it's not me. It's a character. It may be a character, <laughs> but I still it's, think it's you. It's fiction sprinkled in reality. My character is as a single child. I have two brothers and three sisters. So it's a character. It may be a combination of me and someone. If I see it as a combination of you and your siblings and your community and your, and your partners that you used to run with, all of those I see in this book. Sprinkled in reality. It's him, guys. <laughs> this is my brother George. And the main character in my book is George. Um, I use my brother as a character because he grew up in my city in segregation. Join the army, and because I never joined the army, so all the parts about the army military I got from him. So um, he can tell you who he is. Yes, sir. Uh, Eleven chapters. <laughs> I'm not in a rush. I'm retired. <laughs> Actually, I'm George Hines. I'm retired military, and my brother used me as a fictitious member of his book. Some of my skills and some of his skills in combined to write a book about. Drummers alive, looking for love and justice. Uh, I say love and justice because everybody needs love. So in his search for those who, who, who comes, he finds a love maker. And justice, maybe my character can hit man and he's looking for justice in that area. So he's looking for love and justice. And I don't know if he finds the one. But he found skills to be a killer, so that brings love in one. Because everything dies in the end. Love and kill? Yes. When you die, your loved ones suffer. Okay. That's it. Life and death. Thank you, man. That is Man and me. Black woman, she breathes. Womb, her strength and nourishment. Man, the contributor and benefactor. Lotus flower, self-regeneration and rebirth. Wine, classy. Black women, no matter what life brings our way, we will continue to stand as the powerful black women that we are. As black women, we are versatile and confident in our skin. As black women, we realize that doing everything in decency and in order is not enough in today's society and refuse to stand at the rear, but side by side, if not in the front. As black women, we do not need someone to put us on a pedestal. We have already done that for ourselves. As black women, it takes a lot of willpower and strength, emotionally and mentally, to leave our homes daily with a smile only to face the stereotypical and the microaggression of others. As black women, our maternal mortality rate we are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related reasons than Caucasian women. Value our womb. The black woman's mental health has heightened 
and suffered from the effects of frequent police brutality and the killing of our offspring. As black women, we are called angry, told we are too masculine, too independent, too dark, that we are not beautiful, that we are not smart enough, that we are violent and lack self-control. While looking at all the different shades and shapes of black women, I see love, beauty, compassion, class, patience, power, intellect, shelter, success, strength, persistence, passion, and poise. Welcome to The Woman and Me Show, where the main focus is on Black women being mindful and owning their limitless life. We will guide your emotional wellness, stabilize your mental balance, improve your thoughts, encourage you to manifest your purpose, communicate and speak with authority, and elevate your stride. We will validate the breakthroughs after breakdown experiences of past pains and trauma. Join us as we respect her crown, be mindful and breathe. The Woman in Me. I feel 
that for at least my family or those who knew her, through reading this book, they can have another piece of her back. And for those who never even knew her, maybe they can take pieces of the book and relate it to someone that they lost and and realize that no one's really alone when you when it comes to grieving. So Okay, so I did um so what I wanted to say, I did want to um let you know that um I could not read the entire book. So I couldn't get through the first poem because that was um, her beginning and the beginning of her end. So um, with us being so close, you know, that kind of um, brought a lot of things to life, you know, to me. But um, I mean, it, it's, it is a, it brought back a lot of happy memories also. They're not all bad, you know, because when I look at the front, I just see her smile, you know. Um, chocolate chip is what my grandma, they, Katie Hines, um, called her. Because yeah. my grandma um, has chip. inherited the nickname to me. So, <laughs> chocolate chip. So, so, yeah, so that's, you know, that was my, uh, my titi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, it is an amazing book because it tells the story of who she was up to her eyes. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, and I commend you on that. Thank you. Um, because you were not the missing piece to the puzzle, but you brought back a lot of things that were um, not forgotten but not talked about as well. So I do commend you on writing this and having that strength to, um, to write this book and the courage to keep her going. Yeah. I, I, the book started as a school project, so it was a lot easier to write because none of them know me. Um, but then when it came to the decision to like actually release the book and then like have family and or friends yeah. it or edit it along the way, it was kind of like, am I, am I really going to kind of release this into the world? And then I decided, you know, it wasn't about me per se, but it was more important to get her story out there and to let other people know that grief isn't wrong. Yeah. So it's it's part of life, but um, I do want to continue this book, read more because you said you got the idea from um, Tavia Hines and uh, George Hines, Mm -hmm. George Hines Jr. Mm -hmm. and so forth. So I do want to continue on and read more of this because I know some things that Tavia may have said that may not be true because you know she's always there's a reason why we were in trouble. Her and Tracy Hines. So I do want to, you know, um, read through this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And let you know the truth. Of course, of course. Okay. If if I need to edit any, just let me know. Yes, okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The truth hurts. Sometimes it does. It it does, you know. The truth sets us free. That's right. Amen. 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 Okay. That's here.